Well, welcome. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, where there's life, love, joy, peace, and what? Harmony. Y'all know I love it when I get to that word, harmony. Most of all, love. Yes, that is the most greatest command. Yes, I pray that you're having a magnificent day thus far. Yes, it is sunny here. I don't know what the weather is like where you are, but I pray that it catches you in good spirit, good health, and what? Peace and harmony. Yes, today we want to talk about making good decisions and having a teachable spirit. Yes, making good decisions and having a teachable spirit. First of all, making good decisions begins with a teachable heart. Yes, yes it does. I'm going to repeat that, okay? Making good decisions begins with a teachable heart. You know, some people love to teach, but they are not willing to be taught. Yes, you got to have a teachable spirit and a teachable heart in order to receive the things even from God, for God to even teach you, to train you, to equip you, to anoint you, to carry his word. You have to be teachable. You got to sit down long enough to hear his voice. You got to be still enough to hear what is God saying to you. Okay, making good decisions begins with seeking the Lord and asking him to help you say, what? Guide my judgment, Lord. Oh my God. That's the thing a lot of people don't say is, God, please guide my judgment. Guide my decisions. Order my steps. It used to be a song called, Order My Steps. Dear Lord, oh my God, I I used to play that song over and over and over again. Yes, we got to say, Lord, help us, lead us. Yes, say, God, guide my judgment. Yes, ask him to be your judgment process. Yes, to influence your thought life. Uh huh. To get deep inside of you and start dealing with your issues, to guide you, to order your steps. Yes, say to him, Lord. Yes, come on. Let's repeat after me. Come on, repeat after me, Lord. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do dumb stuff. Uh huh. Yes, we're gonna make it very simple, Lord. I don't want to do dumb stuff. Give me the grace and the mercy to make good decisions. Yes. I'll tell you the difference between a man who ends up in the gutter and a man who ends up on the rooftop is the decision that he makes. My God. I heard somebody say, can you repeat that? I most definitely will. I'll tell you the difference between a man who ends up on in the gutter and a man who ends up in the, on the rooftop. <laughs> it's the decisions that he makes. The Lord will always lead you well. So honor him and ask him to guide your judgment and oversee your decision makings. Yes, uh, I, me personally, I have to go here because in my past I made so many so many crazy decisions, so many crazy choices and made so many errors and, and so many, you know, just just hidden and missing, just delay after delay after delay. You know why? It was something that Rhonda was doing that was causing the delays in her life. It was either procrastination. It was either because I got easily distracted 
It was either because I wanted to do what Rhonda wanted to do, but can I tell you something? You can rest in good decision. Yes, you can. It said his seed shall inherit the earth means that your good decisions will affect and benefit even your children. Okay? Be aware of <clears throat> be aware that the opposite is also true. We know that sometimes that good decisions, bad decisions, sometimes whatever decisions that we make, it affects our young babies. It affects them. Sometimes I think I ministered this once before when I said about it's a such thing as generational blessings and there's also such thing as generational curses. Okay? It all depends on what legacy you're leaving for your children and for your children's children. So making good decisions begins with a teachable heart. We're going back to that. Some people don't like to be taught. Some people don't even like to be corrected. If you correct them, oh, they get heated. They don't have to say it. You can pick it up in their spirit. They don't like to be corrected. You know, the Bible says the meek will guide in judgment and the meek will what? He teach his way. I'm going to say that again. That's Psalms 25 and 9. Okay. The meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his way. He is God. Okay, Psalms 25 and 14 said, The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Okay, see, when you honor and you respect God, he will, he will tell you secrets. He will give you privileged information and cause you to understand things that you could never understand, that you would have never understood had he not explained it to you. Okay, so my question to you is, um, what are the best decisions that you've ever made? What are the best decisions that you have ever made? Do you see what I mean when I say you can rest in good decisions? Those decisions have brought blessings to your life. Haven't they? That's a question. Has anyone ever made a decision that has affected you in a negative way? Have you forgotten that person? Even if the decision had uh, devastating consequences, forgiving the offender is your first step toward healing and freedom. You will forgive now. And guess what? Your freedom will come. That was me all day long. Are you making decisions today with your future in mind? That's a question. If not, is there anything you need to revisit in order to uh, better align you in the, you know, with the vision that God has for you in life? Because God has such magnificent things in store for you. He have He have things stored up, just waiting for you to just get in line. But for some reason. I talked about this on my videos on TikTok. I said, you know, um, consistency is something that a lot of us, that used to be a thing with me is, you know, being consistent, the least little thing would kind of throw me off in the past. Consistency is something that God requires of us because he is consistent in the things that he do for us. And even when we error and make a mistake, 
he's still there to dust you off and pick you up and say, come on, daughter. Come on, son. You got this. Get up. Try it again. He don't give up on you. But he wants you to get to a point where you are consistent, where you don't have to keep looking back and say, I failed. Oh, I failed. Oh, I failed. Yes, a just man falling seven times, but he get back up. But at the same time, who want to keep falling over the same thing? Who want to keep, do you ever, do you ever wonder, like say for instance, I'm going to use this for an example. You know, sometimes it could be something like simple as, like I have this throw rug in my floor and every so often I trip over that rug and then I say, man, you know, I need to get something to put that rug down to where it won't come up every time I walk past it. It won't fold up. Okay. I keep saying that I'm going to do it, but every time I trip over it, it reminds me, you said you was going to do it. Why not just fix the rug and you won't keep tripping over it? So why not just whatever it is that's, that's making you trip up and trip over, why not just fix it? Why not just work on fixing it? You might have to do little at a time. But work on fixing that thing that's, that you keep erring in. I don't care. Those small things can grow to be big things if we're not careful. It's those small things. We, we, don't, we, uh, we have a tendency to say, you know, well, that's, that's nothing big. Oh, that's nothing. Mm, It's not nothing compared to this. You should want to compare mistakes and error. You should want to correct your mistakes and correct your errors. Never say, well, you know, I know some church people, this is their favorite saying, well, I'm not who I used to be. You know, thank God I'm not nowhere where I used to be. You know, I'm different. Okay. And they say that in every testimony that they give. And what that does, it, it stunts their growth. It, it keeps them from moving and growing forward because they keep going on. Thank God I'm not who I used to be. I thank God that I'm not where I, I, I'm growing and, 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 and I'm not where I should be, but I'm not where I used to be. See, that's, and they say that often every time they give a testimony, you know, thank God that I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still dealing with this thing, but I'm not the person that I used to be. And see, when I used to say that to myself, like, man, I'm, I'm struggling with anger. I'm dealing with this anger, man, but I'm better than what I used to be. No, I don't, I don't want to keep saying that. Every day I want to say, oh, man, I'm getting better and better. Each time I see myself growing up out of this, I see myself smiling when I should have been really mad. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at things that I should really be really mad about. But I'm finding myself not allowing this thing to, to get in my spirit to where that's like that little carpet. I'm keep tripping over this same carpet. Okay, but I, I'm saying I'm going to get me some two-way tape and I'm going to tape this carpet down. Well, it's not going to do itself. So every time I trip over the edge of that carpet, it, it's letting me know you're procrastinating. Put some tape on that carpet and it'll stop your trip-ups. It'll stop you from tripping. If you're a person to where, you know, with me, I can't, I don't like 
you know, I'm a very clean person. I love a clean house. I love my vehicles to be clean. I love it. So, you know, when things are out of place, uh, I could have a, it could be just a little bit of smell. And I'm like, what is that? And it aggravates me until I take care of it. And see, when things get to having a, a stench in your life so much so to where you get so tired of smelling that thing or you get so tired of rehashing that thing, you're going to soon find out where is this stench and get rid of it. Because if you don't watch it, if you don't take care of that stench, it's going to grow. And then it's going to have everything that's connected to whatever, like say for instance, you have in your car. I remember I was, uh, for Thanksgiving, I was cooking and something wasted in my, in my truck. And I called myself wiping it out of the seat and I'm thinking it's done. But then it, it was hot outside. And man, when I opened my door, that smell slapped me in the face. So I had to take out the seat covers and scrub, 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 put the seats back and scrub, scrub my carpet. I mean, scrub. And it took forever to get that smell out of my truck. You know why? Because the day that it spilled, I should have scrubbed it that day. I shouldn't have just take, take, I shouldn't have never just taken some little wipes and little spray and just wipe it down like, okay, and then expect it to be okay. I should have took, took the initiative and start scrubbing that particular day so that smell wouldn't have went through my seats into my carpet. That smell reminded me for months that if you would have taken care of this in the beginning, it wouldn't have got this bad. But because you just wiped over it, you thought that that was good enough, you didn't pull the seat up and, and bend the seat back and see if anything went in the cracks. You just wiped it and you thought that was good enough because my the seats was like leather. But in between the leather, you got you got your carpet. You got all that stuff that can get all in your carpet into your vinyl, all that stuff. It gets in all that, that smell, and it's hard to get rid of. So why allow it to grow? Why keep letting it grow and just, you just picking little bitty things off? Like, okay, this is good enough. I I mean, this is okay. You know, let me just do this. Why not? So in love, let's just... Do what God have summons us to do. Whether that's your business, whether it's school, whether it's work, whether it's your ministry. We want to do everything decently and in order and we want to be consistent. We want to have, I also mentioned about our name. That when God said that he will make your name great. But first your name have to carry something. Because a lot of times we can have a title but not have a good name. You can have, you could be the greatest coach, the greatest leader, the greatest pastor, the greatest prophet. You could be the greatest at all of that. But your reputation, your name is ringing different. So we want to make sure. I also use the illustration of when my grandmother used to send a little list up town, you know, in the country. They sent a little list up town and say, here, take that and give this to the man in the store and tell, 
you know and at the end of that is and they put the the amount and they put how much and when that she was going to pay and you just give them the note and they will fill the sacks up and give it to you and you never even gave them any giving them any money you know why because her word meant something her consistency to make sure that she paid that she paid that bill her word meant something only thing she had to do was just send a word like Jesus when that when when that happened when the daughter got sick I can't quite remember the the man that he said Jesus you don't have to come to the house just send your word so sometimes you could just just God just send his word sometimes you should be able to just send your word and your word should have enough in it to where people are, oh yeah I know her oh yeah come on oh I know him oh yeah come on they got a good name Yes. You don't want to just have your name written in the book of life. You want to you want to have a good name. You want God to be proud of you. You want your family, your children, your you, you know, your spouse and different ones. You want them to be proud of you. You want to leave a great legacy. See, some of us don't have plan to leave anything because of the greediness, the the greed that we have. Everything is about us. We don't think about leaving anybody anything. You got some people don't even have life insurance. They're leaving a headache for their loved ones to have to pick up the slack. To where if something happened, they're gonna have to worry about how to bury that person. We don't care about our name. We don't care how our credit looks. We don't care. But I want to encourage you. That in order to keep moving forward, you're going to have to make the right decisions and you're going to have to have a teachable heart. Most of all, you're going to have to move with consistency. Again, this is your girl, Rhonda Taylor, from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals, where there's life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. I pray that your day is blessed. I pray that God will order your steps. I pray that God will get into your decision making. I pray that you will allow God to instruct and direct you. I pray that God will continue to order your steps and set your face as flint. Until next time, may God be with you.